Wednesday hump day on the hottest show on the streets, number one form for your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. One final day in the month of June, that being tomorrow before July rolls on in here. We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming it to you on YouTube. And speaking of the channel, do your thing right now. Hit that subscribe button, smash subscribe right now. Hit that like button, give us that thumbs up. Make this your show, your network platform channel and space to talk Bama. Turn on all of those notifications, hit that little bell so that way you miss absolutely nothing on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can also check out the show streaming on Facebook and Twitter as well. We got quite a few things to discuss. Alabama getting another lightning quick receiver as four-star Cole Adams from the state of Oklahoma choosing the Crimson Tide via verbal commitment for the 2023 class picking Alabama over Oklahoma and Arkansas, and as I'm watching that young man's tape, lightning fast as a wide receiver and as a return man, return specialist. So, Coach Saban continuing to stockpile that receiver room, and Holman Wiggins continuing to not just be the great technician that he is, coaching and developing these guys, but the great recruiter that he is, and getting these young men in here. Alabama has been on fire on the recruiting trail as of late. We're gonna have our own Justin Smith lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA to come on here and talk about that. But we wanna hear from you, the passionate fans of Alabama football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you. But daily super chat goes $75. As the man, Jimmy Cash Money Clay, handles it by himself with that $75 donation. Go has been met. And dancing Steven is doing his thing on the desk right there. So appreciate the love there from our own Jimmy Clay showing love here on the channel. But we get into now topic number one here of the conversation, John. This goes to one. Pete Golding, Alabama defensive coordinator. This is a pivotal, proven year for for Pete Golding. And uh, I, for one, have been a fan of Coach Golding since he got here in 2018 from uh, uh, University of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, He also spent time at Southern Miss as well. He spent some time in a lot of small areas before getting to Alabama in 2018. I've always loved the teachable mindset that that Coach Golding has. And and he's shown that, you know, he's an outstanding recruiter. We've seen this with him posting the elephant emojis and getting the the young athletes to Tuscaloosa. And And that's part of it. You have to get the young kids to Alabama. You have to get the best athletes to the Crimson Tide. But just as important as that, or even more so important, is putting these young men in the right spots to succeed on the field, calling the right game plan, scripting the right game plan, and having the players confident in that game plan. Because if they're not confident in that game plan, then the execution is not going to be there as you would like for it to. And for Coach Golding, whether it's been uh, 
injuries at the wrong time, uh, whether it's being, uh, you know, guys not being lined up in the right spot, whether it's being, uh, you know, guys not executing or guys just not showing that confidence in the game planning that Golden is putting together for the last four to five years. Uh, it has not been a, an Alabama defense that you recognize, right? I mean, since 2018, we have not seen the Alabama defense that, that, that we've recognized. We, we haven't seen uh, that fearsome, uh, that tough, that competitive, that knock his head off, that just menacing defense that, that we've grown so accustomed to seeing and, and having out there on the field. And um, I understand for a lot of people it's, well, the game's changed. There's, there's so much nuance in the game. There's so much difference in the game. Well, when people say that, you have the Alabama fan base goes, well, that's not true because Georgia did it just a season ago. You know, Georgia was shutting teams down. Georgia was kicking butt, kicking teeth in, and taking names. And uh, the coach at Georgia, Kirby Smart, is an extension of Coach Saban at Alabama so it's it still can be done defense can still rule the day it's why is this not happening where Alabama football is concerned and with and with having guys like Will Anderson back as a veteran and having guys back like Dallas Turner having guys back like Chris Braswell and having guys back like Henry To'o To'o and Jalen Moody and having a lot of defensive linemen back. Most importantly, having veteran leadership back in the defensive secondary, all of these things, this is a prove-it year for, for Pete Golden. And uh, I've said this before. If he goes out there and he shows that he can call the defense, that he can scheme out the defense, that he can scheme up the defense and put guys in situations where they can be at their tip-top best, and have a defense that's top five, top three, or top five in every single statistical category, then all of this naysay becomes hogwash. Then people will go, okay, maybe all he needed was some time. Maybe all he needed was just a little bit of time. He's good. He's the man. He's what we needed. He's elite. We can move forward. But if he continues to have a defense out there that we do not recognize as consumers of Alabama football, then a move has to be made because, uh, you know, uh, defense is important. Defense is highly important. Yes, we've seen a more switch to an offensive game, uh, but defense still needs to be played. And a rock-solid defense is still one that needs to be played. So I understand 2019 uh, there were untimely injuries with Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan. Hey, I get that. I understand 2020, you know, Pete Golding on a national championship team. But if you talk to you, the fans out there, it was the offense got that championship. Steve Sarkeesian, Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, the offensive line, Jalen Waddle, the offense got that championship. And then this past season, you saw moments where you know, opposing teams ran on the Alabama defense. You saw this past season opposing teams threw on the Alabama defense, which has you going, okay, at what point do we see a Pete Golding 
having it all together or putting it all together. So this is a prove-it year for him. And uh, you look at the two guys previously, the Golding, and that's Kirby Smart and Jeremy Pruitt. Both of those two had just a different energy at Alabama. When Kirby Smart was in Tuscaloosa, oh, the players fed off of his energy. You know, he was in your face. Like, he demanded excellence. He demanded greatness. And, uh, you know, when, when Kirby Smart called a play, the players were confident in it. It was, if Kirby called this, it's going to work, right? Because Kirby has studied it. We've repped it. We've practiced it. If Kirby calls this play, he has schemed it. He has strategized it up. This play is going to work. Why? Because everybody had faith in Kirby, and Kirby vibed with everybody, and everybody rode with him, right? So when Kirby called something, people say it as, it's law, it's going to work. That's the reason why the 09, the 2011, the 2012, and the 2015 defenses were so successful in helping Alabama or being the forefront of Alabama winning championships because if Kirby called something, if Kirby did something, if he schemed something with the energy and the play calling uh, ability he had, people knew it was going to work. The same thing with Jeremy Pruitt, 2016 and 17. If Pruitt called something, it worked. Pruitt had an energy. Pruitt had a passion. Pruitt had an aura about himself to where those players loved him. They fed off his energy. They vibed with him. They wrote with him. It was if Pruitt called something, it's going to work. If Pruitt called something, it's going to hit home. If Pruitt called something, we're going to run through a brick wall. We're going to go through high water for Jeremy Pruitt. And he was so effective that, you know, his baby boy uh, was named after two Alabama linebackers, Flint, Ryan, and Flint, Anderson, uh, Foster Pruitt. I mean, his last child was named after Ryan Anderson and Ruben Foster. That's just how much Jeremy Pruitt meant to those players, and those players meant to him. But the thing about Pete Golding is going to be, does Coach Golden have that same energy? Does he have that same uh, zeal, that same fire, that same confidence as a smart or Pruitt to wear? When Pete Golding calls something, the players believe this call is going to work. The players feel this strategy, this scheme is going to work. The players just have that in their knowing that, hey, Coach Pete called this. We're going to hit home with this. We're going to execute this. We're going to ride for Coach Golding because we, we, we know he can do this. We believe in him. There's something about him that we trust. There's something about him that we trust. And uh, it's one thing for people to say it. It's one thing for players to say it. It's a whole nother thing for this to be taken on the field and executed. Because th that's what U.S. fans want to see. Can this defense take it on the field every single game, every single week, and execute it? If it can, then hey, Pete Golding's the guy. If it does not, then you look at, okay, where does Alabama go from here? Because four to five years for U.S. fans, it's enough of, of, of looking at a defense that you don't recognize. It's good, but it's not menacing. 
not dominant. It's not fearsome. You're not getting that same respect that you were getting prior to Coach Golding in the program here. So this is a proven year for him. You got all of these guys back. Got all of these veterans back. Got all of these guys with first-round draft pick aspirations back. But it's on Coach Golding to have this group feeding off his energy, his confidence, his swagger, and having these guys in position to be a top three to top five defense all across the metric there of college football. So we're going to go to our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. Just getting started. Upon our return, we go to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your chats, your conversations. Do you sense, do you as a fan feel Golden can do it this year? Golden can earn your respect this season. Golden puts it together and is that coordinator that you want to see him become. We'll talk about it after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words to say, baby. Roll Tide. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small-dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, people, we're back in from or to the action from the break with a Wednesday hump day, hottest show on the streets covering your Crimson Tide. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And we go to the phone lines now to take your calls. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. We grab this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feel? And state your name. And where you calling from? Well, Stephen, it's Wednesday night. I think I see a cloud in the sky. We might get a little rain. I tell you, I worked out with that new wide receiver today. He's a little bit slow, but I got him coming along there. So I think everything's going to be okay. What do you think about it? I like go Cole Adams, the four-star kid from from Oklahoma. He's got some speed. Toom's got some quickness. Was running away from guys as I was watching him on tape. So I think he'll fit in just fine in Alabama. I tell you one thing: he run off my water bottle down the store, and I couldn't catch him. So I mean, it was hot out there, David. Anyway, there've been some people wanting me to go look preliminary. Let's lose him. 
about Jumbo Fisher popping his mouth off. I think I'll do it tonight, and I'll let y'all. Everybody's looking good in the Blue Ranch gang. I'll tell you what, y'all make this show the number one show on YouTube, hottest show on the street, number one show in the world. Y'all doing it. Y'all looking good. Y'all stay safe. I'm going to throw the little, little Leonard's loser on you tonight. Look at him. Well, how do football fans? Jimbo Fisher brings his Texas ATM Aggies into Tuscaloosa October the 8th to face Nick's big red elephant. After Jimbo popping his mouth off about Nick's accusations of buying players, there'll be more to settle than just NIL deals and oil deals. Leonard's loser with a crybaby, Jimbo Fisher. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate Wagon calling us in here, the president, on a Wednesday. Getting started here in this call segment, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. Number to dial right there. SEC Media Days, John, uh, next month from uh, July the 17th through the 20th. If I am not mistaken, right there, Coach Saban will speak on the 19th. Uh, Coach Saban will speak on the 19th. Well, it's the 18th of the 20th. So, Coach Saban will speak on the 19th, that being a Tuesday in Atlanta. That's going to be fun to watch right there. Of course, yours truly, I will be in Atlanta for the media days. And the big question is going to probably be, will Saban and Jimbo Fisher be addressed one more time about the dust stuff that happened back in May. Or will that not be brought up? Would it just be business as usual, talking about the upcoming season, you know, guys that step up, people on the coaching staff, NIL type things, and, uh, you know, what have you. But SEC Media Days coming up here in July. But we take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are you feeling? State your name. And where are you calling from? Hello. You're live on the show, caller. All right, my name is Rod Horton. I'm from um, Huntsville, Alabama. What's on your mind, man? How you think the season's gonna look after national championship loss to Georgia? Even though we, you know, beat them badly in the SEC championship, how you think the season gonna go? I think the, I think the season's I think the season's gonna go well, man. I mean, I, I look at. These guys after losing like that, and then uh, what Bryce Young said at the Manning Passing Academy, despite winning the Heisman Trophy and a bunch of individual stuff, he said, man, last year was a failure. We did not win the national championship. I did not accomplish what I came here to do, and very serious about that. And Will Anderson serious about that. Whole team serious about that. So I, I, I think this season is going to be really well. Do you see Bryce Young win another Heisman, or will it be a defensive player like Will Anderson? Bryce Young could win it again, but I would like to see Will Anderson take it. I would like to see Bryce just go full on getting this team to a national and winning that. But uh, I, I would like to see a defensive player like Will Anderson take it. All right, one more question. Do you think this will be Pete Golden last season? Or would this be the best defenses, like defense you've ever seen from Alabama? Well, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. Would it be the best defense I've ever seen out of Alabama? I hope it is. I really want it to be. There's been a lot of great ones to come through here. I really want it to be. And I think, I think Pete will do his hardest to make sure it's not his last year. Now, he's got to come with it. He's got to because this is a pivotal year for him. But I think I, 
I think knowing how much he really enjoys being around Coach Saban and how hard Saban is on all the coaches, I think Pete knows the fire that's on his butt right now. He knows. But appreciate that phone call right there coming in. I think Pete Golden knows the fire he's under. He knows. This is a proven year for him. He knows the fire he's under. He knows he's been good. He's been okay. But he's he knows that there's levels that this defense is supposed to reach. He knows the expectation. The expectation is it's supposed to be top three defense. Number one defense in the country, but at least, at the least, top three defense across every category. Pete Goldie knows this. This is why he came to Alabama, to coach and continue the tradition of having an elite-level defense on the field. And if you can put, put Pete Goldie in a closet right now and feed him some truth serum, he'll tell you, and been a top three divas across the board that, that he's been here. It hasn't been that way. And he knows it hasn't been that way. But with the guys he's got on this defense, he thoroughly gets it, hey, this is my shot. If I want to prove it to the Alabama fan base that I'm the man, if I want to show my head, my boss, Coach Saban, that I'm the man, if I want to prove it to myself and these players, I'm the man, I got to get this done this year in terms of my play calling, my strategizing on the field. He can stomp down recruit. No issue there. But on the field as a play caller, setting these guys up to take opponents' heads off, got to do that this year. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How are you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, how you doing, man? This is Rambo calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Rambo, what's happening, man? Nothing, man. I just got one thing, man. I just really feel like it's the defensive line. And to all the Alabama fans, man, y'all already knew what we was getting in Pete Golden. Everybody know he was an elite defensive coordinator. He did not have a lot of accolades with, like, five-star recruits history behind him. Like Daybo, you get what I'm saying? Like um, Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart has history with raising – four-star, three-star, and five-star recruits. He have those that history behind raising those great players. Pete Golden does not have that. Everyone knew that coming in, Nick Saban was going to put Pete Golden under his wing. So I don't be understanding the juggling, like, do we keep him? Do we love him? Do we hate him? You already knew what you was getting. And it's not like he was Jeremy Pruitt. And with the defensive line, I just really feel like, this year, Nick Saban shouldn't hesitate to pull him. I feel like last year, Nick was doing a lot of hesitating on pulling those players because I feel like he was giving the seniors and juniors a lot of love. Besides the wide receiver position in the national championship, they played bad. But the defensive line, DJ Dale, man, this is come on now, DJ Dale. We've seen enough now. We've seen enough of DJ Dale. We can get Jamel Burroughs, but my other, my last thing I want to say, I don't want to take up all the time, man. Hold your horses because I really feel like this 2023 recruiting class, all the five stars are in Alabama, and Nick Saban is not about to let this slip. He just beat Jimbo on Tony Mitchell on that five-star. So I really feel like when Peter Woods come and then you got the five-star between Oregon and Alabama, then you got the other five-star offensive lineman between Iowa and Alabama. That offensive line coach who we just got from Kentucky – 
That's who we need to be clapping hands for because he haven't even been there a full year. And all the five stars with the offensive linemen, Alabama is in their top two, top three. That's amazing. You haven't even been there a year yet. But that's all I wanted to say. I like, I like, um, I forgot the uh, Kentucky. I know he came from Kentucky. I'm really feeling him, man. I really like him, man. He's doing it. He's, he's working hard. I like him. And I'm just really ready to see new defensive line players. I feel like if they're not producing within two, three games, Nick, go ahead, let the freshman play. If the seniors are not doing nothing, what is it going to hurt to see a freshman not do nothing? At least you'll know, you'll see his ceiling, his potential. Peter Woods coming in next year, and I hope we get uh, James Smith. Everyone's from Alabama. So that's all I had to say. I'm more so ready to see the 2023 recruiting class, everybody from Alabama, and all of them five stars. It's going to be a new no-fly zone. You got to think about it. I hope Kamoni comes, but then we already have two five-star DBs. But that's all I wanted to say, man. I, got, I like them DBs coming in to stop this new up-tempo offense with these skilled wide receivers and the defensive line. That's all I had to say. And please get rid of DJ Dale. Appreciate Rambo there calling in from Atlanta, giving his thoughts on the show. And the coach he's referring to is Eric Wolford out of Kentucky. Coach Wolford's been great. Coach Wolford's been great. I mean, on the recruiting trail, he is uh, he is uh, he, he's he's impacting these guys. Whether it's uh, Proctor, whether it's uh, Samson, uh, no Uncanlona, Un- whether it's um, Otis, whether it's Olas, uh, Anganin, doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Will Conformity, doesn't matter who it is, uh, Coach Wolford is getting who he wants to get for the offensive line on this recruiting trail. And it's very awesome to see this and really want to see how he uh, gets this group that's here currently playing at a high level for the for the 2022 season in the fall. Guys, shout out my man Waylon here with that 99 cents in the <laughs> Super Chats. Appreciate the love there from the present Waylon. Dropping in that love there in the bucket. There is Dance and Steven doing his thing right there on the desk. But we're going to go to a cool topic right here, and that being Alabama Athletics announced today that the Crimson Tide will be taking over the SEC Network on Saturday, July the 2nd. Normally in the in, in July, whether it's before media days or after media days, uh, all 14 schools of the conference, they have a day in which they control the programming on SEC Network. And on July the 2nd, it will be Alabama's day. Now, three football games will be featured in the takeover. Those three, you have the 2021 Iron Bowl, which Alabama had the comeback 24-22 victory, which took four overtimes to get that done at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And then you have the 2021 SEC Championship game where Alabama laid the boom to Georgia 41-24. And then we have the 2022 A-Day game, the spring game. So those will be those football games will be featured there in Alabama's takeover for the SEC Network. But for those callers still on the line, hold through the next 10 minutes or call back in the next 10 minutes because when we return, we got the man Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine to break down why the Crimson Tide has been on fire as of late for the 2023 cycle. We'll talk to Justin after this. You know what we do with a 
start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up, but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, people, we're locked and loaded in here from the break on a Wednesday hump day, number one form for Bama. Football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But right now, we go to the In My Own Words hotline. We catch up with the brother of mine who's been working like absolute crazy Alabama on fire in the recruiting trail for this 2023 class. As of late, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA. Justin, how you feeling? Have you been able to breathe, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, Steven. Always good to be on with you to discuss some recruiting. Absolutely. So, Justin, before we get into uh, the first couple of thoughts here, uh, Alabama picking up Cole Adams, the just speedy four-star from Oklahoma, choosing the Crimson Tide over the Sooners and the Arkansas Razorbacks. Like, how huge was this when you watch Cole Adams play? You know, what stands out to you about his speed, his burst, just his activity on the field? I think this is definitely a big pickup for Alabama. He is a special wide receiver prospect. When you take a look at what he can do, standing at five foot ten, weighing approximately one hundred and seventy five pounds, he's a speedster. Verified time has a track PR of ten six five and the one hundred meter dash. And that track speed, that top speed, that acceleration carries over to the football field. When you see him in open field, it looks as if he's always continuing to pick up speed, continuing to accelerate. He does not gear down in the open field. So I really like that about Cole Adams. I think his physicality, which I said that said in the breakdown video when he committed, I think his physicality and that dog mentality that he has in him is a bit underrated. You see it flash on his highlight film when he's going up to attack the football at his highest point. When you see guys his size, a lot of guys at five foot ten, one hundred seventy five pounds those slot wide receivers a lot of them like to play more so on the ground, but he's a guy who's not afraid to go up and attack the football when he when it's a 50-50 ball situation. He's also an aggressive blocker, a guy who's willing to do the dirty work as a wide receiver, which can hit, really help your running back and running backs and ball carriers in the open field. But I also think this is a big pickup for the Crimson Tide based on how they prioritize Cole Adams. They offered him in January, and from that moment on, he was one of their top wide receiver targets. They made sure they got him on campus a couple of weeks later before he got that offer in January. He was on campus in February. The Crimson Tide coaching staff got out to Oklahoma when they were visiting several schools a couple of months ago to make sure that he knows that they really liked him. He got back on campus for that official visit in the Crimson Tower, able to pick up a commitment from for him from him on today. So this is a great pickup for the Todd. Yes, they continue to remain fire on the recruiting trail. To be honest, it, it looked 
a couple it looked as if a couple of weeks ago that Alabama's biggest recruiting news was going to come in July, which is why on the I think last Tuesday's episode of the process I said I felt Alabama's twenty twenty three recruiting class was set to um take off because a lot of guys were going to start to announce because they want to want to have their recruitments behind them. They want to be committed before their senior seasons begin. I think we're starting to see that now. Several guys are set to announce in July who have commitment dates set, but other guys like Cole Adams, Tony Mitchell, Grayson Hubbard, and Justin Jefferson may come out of the blue and announce a commitment. So that is some of the things that we're going to definitely be on standby by. I mean, look at now defensively, Justin, uh, Alabama's wrecking up there on that side of the ball and starting this thing off with Justin Jefferson, the Juco linebacker, young man, a lot of speed, sideline to sideline, lateral quickness, burst, explosiveness. He gets to the ball, just a nose for wherever that ball is going to, going at. When, when you when you put his tape on as a Juco guy, like, like what does he bring uh, with all of that speed, all of that burst, all of that explosive? ability coming over from the JUCO ranks. First off, that speed. He's a fourth. He has. He runs a four three forty. That's really impressive for any player on the football field, but especially at the linebacker position. And the speed just shows out. Shows out on film. And I think the thing that really comes to the forefront when you watch his film is how physical he is and his ability to close very quickly on the football. He has great reaction skills. You said his lateral skills, that lateral quickness, all of that quickness, that speed, that acceleration, I think comes to the forefront. He's closing on the football, reacting to a play really quickly, exploding, hitting the hole, meeting running backs in the hole, meeting blockers in the hole, taking on blocks, shedding blocks, taking them on, not afraid to take on big offensive lineman. So I really like what he brings to the table. I think he will have an opportunity to make an immediate immediate impact for the Crimson Tide. Take a look at the Crimson Tide's current roster. They may be leaning more more so on some younger linebackers in the future. So a guy like Justin Jefferson could come in and really help them out next season with him having that Juco experience under his belt. If you're just checking out the show here on a Wednesday, we got Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst right here on the show, breaking down his 2023 recruiting class, the Tide, Alabama on fire as of late, getting these commitments in here. So, Justin, sticking with defense, we look at the secondary, Alabama bringing in a commitment from five-star Tony Mitchell. He's been a big name for such a long time. Uh, Texas A&M made a push for Mitchell late. Uh, Mitchell decides to stay home, uh, uh, commit to Alabama by the way of Thompson High School. And then you've got Brayson Hubbard, who's a very intriguing three-star athlete, I remember talking to you, plays primarily quarterback, but Alabama got him to camp, and he played defensive back and just blew Nick Saban away to where he had to make an offer to the young man right there, Johnny on the spot. So we know what Mitchell can be as a corner or safety, but for Brayson Hubbard, what could his position truly be at Alabama should he sign? I think you just said where Alabama, that's the position Alabama is looking at him to possibly play is a defensive back, possibly safety. It'll be interesting to see how he plays that particular position as he continues to grow in it. How he was very unfamiliar with it when he camped at Alabama. So it'll be interesting to see if Ocean Springs High School actually gives him an opportunity to play there this upcoming season. I think that would be smart for him to definitely um, get some snaps, at least on that side of the football during his senior season, to try to get more adjusted to that 
side of the football, but he's such a dynamic quarterback. He should really get looked at by some schools as a quarterback. Just taking a look at his film, he's, he's, a, he's a impressive signal caller. You you wouldn't you couldn't blame a school if they did offer him as a quarterback. But the Crimson Tide seem to like him as an athlete. Most likely will be a defensive back. I'm interested in, in I'm interested in getting out to Ocean Springs High School to see how he moves in coverage, some of his his movement, some of his some of his instincts, how that transition over to the defensive side of the football. Take a look at his highlight film from his junior season. It's all quarterback stuff because he was such a dynamic player. Scored more than 50 touchdowns as a junior was the Mr. Football for Ocean Springs High School in Mississippi. So there's a lot to like about Brayson Hubbard. His upside could be really high, but I'm interested in seeing how he looks at the, at, at the defensive back position. As we go to now, Justin, uh, the month of July, which is coming in a couple of days here, Alabama is setting up to have a lot more commitments pour in as it tries to make this 2023 class a top three or top five class or possibly grab the number one recruiting class in the country. And a lot of those names still out there, one in particular is one Peter Woods, five-star defensive lineman, by the way, of Thompson High School in uh, Alabaster right here in the Birmingham area. How is Alabama looking for – July stacking up here with his 2023 class concerned. July could be a huge month for Alabama. It's, it's, it's sort of crazy to say that it could be a huge month now because June is shaping up to be a big month as well. How just based on how strong Alabama is closing the month, but July could be another great month for the Todd. Several guys have announced. Some guys have announced their commitment decisions on um, dates. Like Peter Woods, five-star defensive end at Thompson High School in Alabaster, Alabama, sets an his commitment on July 8th. We'll definitely keep our eyes on that. In my opinion, I feel Alabama is the leader heading into his recruitment just based on how long they have been recruiting him. The last time I talked with him, he said it is the longest recruiting relationship that he has. He knows what Alabama has to offer. Grew up an Alabama fan. The Crimson Tide offered him several years ago. I've hosted him multiple times over those over the last couple of years. Of course, there's the Thompson connection. Several of his former teammates are already playing at the University of Alabama. You take a look at Fraquan Fagans and also Jeremiah Alexander. Tony Mitchell just committed. So I think the Tyler in a really good position with Peter Woods heading into the July 8th decision. But he may not be the Todd's next commit because the Todd are definitely looking at some other guys like Malik Benson, the top Juco wide receiver out of Hutchinson Community College in Kansas. He will announce his commitment on July 5th. Alabama's in a good position with him about to host him for an official visit. Similar to Justin Jefferson, he's a guy who can come in and make a, an immediate impact and meet rock runner out of Hutchinson Community College. So his commitment date is definitely one to watch out for. And also got Dylan Lonergan, the four-star quarterback out of Georgia, who pushes commitment date actually back a week after taking an official visit, visit to Stanford. He will announce his commitment on July 12th. It'll be interesting to see if the Tide can possibly pick him up. They did host him for that official visit. He did say the fact that the Crimson Tide have a commitment from Eli Hosting would not have an impact on his decision, how he looks at the Tide before he makes his decision. So we'll see how that plays out. You also have Malik Bryant. You have Raul LaGuire. And, you, and those are the guys who have announced commitment dates. You have some other guys who could be announcing commitment out of the blue. Some guys to watch out for or talk about on the last episode of the process. Cole Adams was one of those prospects. But a guy who I forgot to mention who also has a commitment date said is Francis Maigor out of IMG Academy, the five-star offensive lineman. Now, since commitment actually on July 4th, so we'll keep our eyes 
on that one as well. But guys who have not announced commitment dates to watch out for, Cole Adams was one of those those prospects that he announced that commitment. You also have Caden Proctor, who's down in Iowa and Alabama. Olaf Elamine, who said he will like to announce the commitment before his senior season begins, but he's unsure if he's going to feel a certain way after after he has taken multiple official visits. We'll see what he does as he went back to Finland, actually, to spend time with his family, taking a break from recruiting at the moment. We'll see if he wants to make a decision in the near future. So there's a lot to watch out for in July as the Crimson Tide continues to remain hot on the recruiting trail. He is Justin Smith, ladies and gentlemen, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Coming on, coming on here to give us the lowdown of Bama on fire here on the recruiting trail, getting these commitments late here in the month of June, but setting us up for a big month to come in July, which will be in the next day or so. Justin, as always, we appreciate you coming on. Stay safe, man. Take care of yourself. Be good and uh, keep clocking where these guys are going. Yeah, you do, sex. Always enjoy having Justin on talking some recruiting here for your Crimson Tide. Gonna be interesting to see the guys that come in. Who's next? Who will be the next domino pieces to fall here in the recruiting landscape? But we take a break right here, folks. When we get back, we return to you. Your phone calls, your thoughts, your conversations, a dialogue with the Bama Nation comes right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, all-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, we're back into the action from the break. Hottest show on the streets on a Wednesday hump day covering your Crimson Tide football program in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate the man, Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for TDA in that recent segment, talking about Bama in the month, and a portion of this month on fire here for 2023, landing these commitments on the recruiting trail and getting Bama set up for, you know, the next month, July, which is in a couple of days, and how it could be an even uh, massive 
month there for recruiting. But we go to the phone lines right now to grab your calls. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Now I'm to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab this call here. You are live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. What's going on, Steve? Elijah from Jersey. How you feeling tonight? Doing, doing good, man. How you feeling, Elijah? I'm good. I'm good. Man, I just, I just called in to, um, I'm going to give my, my last opinion on Pete Golden for the rest of the year. You know, because th- this story is, is getting old with him. You know, um, to be honest, I'm not a big time Pete Golden fan. I, I really ain't, Steve. But right is right, wrong is wrong. And I'm not going to sit up here. When, when he does something wrong, fine. You know what? The whole world can see. But I'm about to say something a lot of us Alabama fans, we really don't want to hear. You know, and I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to be 100 about it, Steve. Pete Golden, he is the defensive coordinator of this team. But Pete Golden does not miss tackles. Pete Golden does not line up incorrectly. Pete Golden does not um, blow coverages. You know what I mean? We have to hold these players accountable. Pete Golden puts a game plan in place that these players are supposed to execute, you know, and I'm going to say something right here, Steve, that a lot of our, our fans out here um, don't want to hear. And I don't even want to say, but it needs to be said. This Alabama defense over the last couple of years is different, not because of the lack of play calling by, by Pete Golden. This Alabama is, defense is different over the last few years. It's because the players aren't as good as the players we've had in the past. Now, when I say that, I'm talking about as a unit, okay? When we talk about um, linebackers, just the linebacking core, Kirby Smart didn't have to be the world's greatest defensive coordinator, Pete. He had some of the most feared players in college football playing on his side of the ball. You're talking about C.J. Mosley. You're talking about Ruben Foster. You're talking about Reggie Ragland. You're talking about Rashad Evans. You, you could go down the list. And, and <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, when I mention somebody like Trey Dupriest, he doesn't strike you as one of the elite linebackers that came through Alabama because, it, to me, it's a, it was a, a, a big drop-off. It was a big drop-off um, of talent between a Reggie Ragland and a Trey DePriest. It was a big drop-off between a Reuben Foster and a Trey DePriest. And that's what we're seeing now. Henry Toa Toa is no Reggie Ragland. Henry Toa Toa is not no Reuben Foster. You know, in that um, I, I, Nick Saban, let's just say, he's been coaching the secondary. For years, what's happened? Is, is he a bad coach, or is it the players he has now? This, the secondary used to be elite. You know, it was hard-hitting. Now some of these guys, 
they can't cover their own shadow sometimes. They, they can't come up and tackle. Only reason why I bring up the linebacking group is because this defense could be ran on. When Kirby Smart um, had this defense, this defense couldn't be ran on. And it wasn't because of Kirby Smart's amazing play calling. It was because he had headhunters in there, Steve. He had guys that refused to be ran on. He took pride in stopping the run and making a team one-dimensional. That's what they did. It, 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 people got it. Pete Golden is the easiest person to blame. Oh, the defensive coordinator is garbage. He's trash. He's this. But what about that man that just missed that wide open tackle? What about this defense that the last four or five runs then gave up 10 yards per run? How is Pete Golden responsible for that? No. We, we cherish Will Anderson. You know why we cherish Will Anderson? Because he plays. He plays like one of them old-school players. He got a high motor. He's determined to get to the ball. He's determined to get to the quarterback, just like Ryan Anderson was, just like Tim Williams was, just like all those old-school players that they got to the ball. That's what Will Anderson reminds us of. That's why we he's a great player, but that's why we look at him and say, that's the type of player we need because he plays like an old-school player, Steve. These players ain't as good has been players in the past, especially on this defensive side of the ball. And, and a lot of people don't want to hear it, but I'm going to be the first to say it. These boys need to man up, stop the run, take some pride in, in playing the Alabama standard on defense, and maybe we can see a change. And Henry Toa Toa, he came there highly touted. He didn't come there as a true freshman. This man already had two years under his belt at Tennessee. And last year until the end of the year, he was looking like he, had, he, he was a Darren headlights. Get back to the Bama standard. Stop blaming Pete Golden. These guys just need to go out there, shut the run down, make teams one-dimensional like we did in the past, and, and get back to the Alabama standard. These players need to be held accountable. And until they start playing like them old-school Bama players, I'm not trying to hear what none of these boys is trying to say about we got the chance to be the greatest defense ever. Show it. You got to prove that. Because that 2016 team didn't say nothing about it. They just came out there and balled. And that's what these boys need to do. I take, I thank you, Steve, for taking the time for my call, man. And this is the last time I'm talking about Pete Golden. Have a good one, bro. Appreciate Elijah there for, for those thoughts. And uh, Elijah brings up, brings up a point here. With, with, with his point, I, I, I want to pose this question with this point. And I know this is kind of a hard question to answer, but gentlemen, say it anyway. So here's the question. Is Alabama, are the players being evaluated correctly? Are the players being evaluated correctly coming out of high school? That's a question I want to bring up. Are these players being evaluated correctly coming out of high school? Because Elijah brings up a good point here. You don't have the same type of player that you had in the Kirby Smart era and in the Jeremy Pruitt era in terms of defense. So in saying this, are these players being evaluated correctly? Now, my guy Justin Smith does a tremendous job evaluating players. I'm not, I'm not even going to put him in this category. But 
are the players, are players on y'all Xenos fans, are these guys being evaluated correctly? Just want to get your thought there on that as fans. Our own uh, Elijah with a really, really good call there on that topic. But as you guys will continue to get your thoughts in, 205-448-1358. We're going to go to a quick topic here, and this one is on the man Jalen Hurts for those Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen's got a chance to play himself into a bigger contract. He's got a chance to play himself into a massive contract. There's a report out by a Philadelphia Eagles beat writer, Mr. Elliot Shore Parks. I think he does Philadelphia Sports Talk. If Jalen can produce massive numbers this year, big numbers, get the Eagles to the playoffs and take them on to a nice little playoff run, Hurts can play himself into a 35 to $40 million deal. Big money for Jalen. He can put himself into a different tax bracket, if you will. He puts up big numbers. He's been having a really strong offseason, whether it's been – uh, mandatory minicamp, OTAs, uh, involuntary uh, minicamp, but whatever he's been a part of prior to training camp starting up soon here, Jalen's had a really good offseason. And if he takes what he's done and has a really big regular season, can play himself into a massive contract in the offseason before going into 2023. So, Definitely pulling for Jalen to have a big year because uh, deserves to have that massive contract, deserves to get that big money. But we will see how he goes about playing it. We're going to take a break here, folks. Don't touch that dial because upon our return, we get into, you know, why is, is it pivotal for Alabama? Why is it important for the Crimson Tide to land a five-star defensive lineman like Peter Woods? in this 2023 class. We'll discuss it right after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Look at all these great players at Touchdown Alabama magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm going to be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, 
Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. And folks, we're back in the action from the break. Your number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown. Alabama Magazine on a Wednesday hump day. Appreciate you guys checking us out on the show. And got to remind you of TDAware.com. That's TDAware.com. So for all of your swagger, sauce, drip, clothing, cultural, fashion needs, check us out. TDAware.com. Link in the description. Get yourself started today by getting your gear to support your favorite team. Whether you want to buy this in summer workouts right now, whether you want to buy it in preseason camp, that's cool. If you want to buy it to start the 2022 season, that is awesome as well. But you check out TDAWare.com. That's TDAWare.com. Make us your place today to get that gear, supporting your Crimson Tide, continuing to show that love for Coach Saban. University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now, we get into one Peter Woods here. And uh, this is big for Alabama. If they can land this young man right here. Five-star, defensive end, 6'4", about 275 pounds, out of uh, Thompson High School. The guy, championship pedigree, the guy... Very, very exciting player, a very energetic player, a guy that brings a lot from the pass rush perspective as an edge rushing, edge bending defensive lineman, defensive end. Uh, Alabama's been eyeing this young man for quite some time. And with it already having Jeremiah Alexander from Thompson on the team, uh, Traquan Fagans from Thompson on the team. Uh, it's got a commitment from Tony Mitchell out of Thompson. Now here's Peter Woods. This would be a massive, massive get right here. I've said this before. When an in-state player gets an offer from Alabama, it means something to that player. It's a big deal to that player. Peter Woods is one of the best, if not the best, defensive end of his 2023 class. You watch him play. He's got quickness. He flies the ball. He lays people out. He knocks people out. Very fast, explosive, first step, burst. Can get to the quarterback. He's got strength to set the edge of the run. If you're watching this clip here, he's a natural head hunter. He sticks his nose in the trash and finds the ball. He sticks his nose in and cleans people out. And this is the type of old school type of I want it, I need it, I'm coming after it type of player that you need here on this defense. Just based on the guys that could potentially leave after this year and the guys that potentially coming back for 2023, Peter Woods has a chance to make an immediate impact. You look at the guys that would be potentially leaving after the season. You know, Byron Young has a big year. He can go. Justin Boygby, provided he has a big year, he can go. If DJ Dale does something that's, you know, noteworthy enough to be, you know, second, third-round pick, no, he can go. Uh, I mean, you look at guys like Will Anderson, of course, you know, Will, the first-round pick, you know, top three pick. So those are your guys potentially, you know, that after this season can go to uh, the NFL. 
when you look at guys that potentially you know coming back here, these would be this would be your Jamarian Latham. Uh, this would be Jamil Burroughs potentially coming back. This would be Tim Keenan III. Uh, this would be Damon Payne. Uh, this would be Tim Smith. Uh, this would be Isaiah Hastings. This would be Big Jaheim Otis. Uh, Monkel Goodwine. Quite a few guys coming back. And uh, I think Peter Woods would fit in strongly with this group, especially if he commits and enrolls early as a freshman for spring practice. Guy brings a lot of tools to the table. And when you look at just having a guy that's got that mentality to pressure from the inside, to edge being from the outside, stuff the run, create that havoc to the quarterback, playing at an elite playing at a high school where they're known for championships. And 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 and, and Thompson isn't playing no rinky-dink competition. They're playing big 7A competition here in the state of Alabama. You're talking about you're playing at Hewitt Trustville being coached by Coach Josh Floyd, who's really good. You're playing against, you know, a lot of big competition here. So, I mean, Hoover is getting back to where Hoover once was, you know, some years ago. So, I look at Thompson High School – and I look at the players being produced there, but Alabama's pulling out, you know, every season, every year on the recruiting trail. And here's Peter Woods. I think this guy, this guy's going to be a serious get here for the Crimson Tide, especially if Alabama's able to grab him uh, next month here. So keep your eyes on Peter Woods. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Jeremiah Alexander, Traquan Fagans, and Tony Mitchell are all telling him, look, bro, we can make this from Thompson to Bama. Come on, Peter. Come on in, bro. Come on in. Let's tear this thing up together. We can be the fearsome four. Let's tear it up together. We all balled at Thompson. We all did our thing at Thompson, winning state championships. Let's turn that same thing into Alabama and get natties. Come on in, Peter. It wouldn't shock me one bit if those three guys, Alexander, Fagans, and Tony Mitchell, are all talking to Peter Woods right now about let's make this brotherhood from high school to college. Come on to Bama, bro. Let's turn this thing up. So if I'm Coach Saban in Alabama, you got to get this young man as an in-state recruit. He explodes off the ball, has a fast first step. He fires to the quarterback, can edge bend. uh, He's got different pass rush moves, can stop the run. Just brings you that classic throwback player that sticks his nose in everywhere and makes a lot of plays. So keep your eyes on Woods as his recruitment uh, continues here. Bye. As always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage here on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can access, you can check this out by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Now, you download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone. For your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, or iHeartRadio got you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll try to be back on Friday, continuing the conversation that is tight football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine 
have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description if you're trying to grab the fresh edition, print edition of TDA the magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com, you click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link found in the description you're trying to get the four finger bling necklace four finger bling jewelry courtesy of our guys that we own the fourth quarter.com that link in the description as well appreciate my man justin smith the lead scouting and recruiting analyst coming on here talking the 2023 class and bama on fire getting those commitments right there appreciate you guys the alabama fans all the calls all the chats the conversations the donations you make this show exciting you make this show what it is appreciate you and appreciate my man john ivory in the production studio handling business there behind the scenes well until next time folks husbands love your wives wives appreciate value those husbands children continue getting to the summer staying cool but doing the right thing fun thing smart thing good thing legitimate thing to not be bored be sure to get yourself those three hearty meals a day those three great laughs a day you protect yourself you protect the loved ones around you enjoy alabama clocking these recruits until next time folks you've been listening to in my own words